welcome to the Shaga Girls podcast, episode number 19. On this podcast, we discuss the journey called entrepreneurship. This week, it's a check-in episode with myself, Michelle, your host. I will update you about what's going on in my business and what I'm working on and how I'm trying to achieve my goals. And as usual, I would love to hear from you, my fellow solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, small business owners. We're all out here just trying to make it and, you know, have these dreams and aspirations. So let me know how you're doing. As usual, you can hit me up on my webpage, michellegotgoals.com, Instagram and YouTube, michelle underscore gut underscore goals. Let me know how it's going for you. And if you like the podcast, please do share it with friends, like-minded people, and give me a rating. That would be so awesome. So as I stated, it's a check-in episode. And I've been mentioning LinkedIn these past weeks again, since I think it's a valuable, you know, networking tool to get your business and your name out there just to connect with like-minded people from your industry. So um, I mentioned that I bought a course months ago. Last summer, actually, I just checked, double-checked. I still have access to the course, which is good because I never finished it. So um, so that's something I'm really focusing on again now that I'm done, you know, practicing and studying for my state exam, for the real estate exam. I have a little more time to focus back on my actual business and trade compliance. So, yes, I looked up my records from my LinkedIn course. And, you know, some of you might think, that's so crazy to pay for a LinkedIn course. I mean, LinkedIn is just a professional Facebook or, you know, whatever you might call it. And yes, but there's simply a course for everything these days. All right. And a friend recommended the coach to me and I bought the course. I am really careful when it comes to buying courses now, just because um, I bought one a while ago from a business coach. And I also noted with this one, it's a lot some of the content, not all of it, is video-based. That's just not how I study. I like to read it. I like to highlight it. I like to take it in at my pace. I don't want to look at the screen and, you know, watch some, watch somebody talk to me. So, no, that's just not for me, really. But the course has been helpful. I mentioned in a previous episode that there seems to be a selling, a social selling index on LinkedIn. And it kind of tells you where you are. Um in regards to LinkedIn, your statistics, how are you doing? So like I said, I've been pretty quiet on LinkedIn, not as engaged as I used to be. I don't have my four or 500 connections yet. But again, as you know, these connections have to make sense. I don't want to just connect with anybody. You know, I like to connect with people from my industry that I can exchange information with, you know, and learn from. So I don't seek to connect with just anybody, you know. So, um, yeah, so a couple of months ago, um, late summer, early fall, my sales, social sales index on LinkedIn, which is like a snapshot of your activity, your profile, how much you post, how you engage with others on LinkedIn. So 
Back in September, my score was 34. Currently, it's 39 out of 100. So, ways to go, right? Um, so, that's my current social selling index. How many of you knew there was a social selling index on LinkedIn that you can look up for yourself, you know? So, my industry rank is at top 8%. I guess we're, my industry is really lame on LinkedIn if I'm top 8%. And overall network, social selling index, top 60%. So whatever that means. I just know I'm only 39 out of, 39 out of 100. Um, they show the comp- components of the score to be establish your professional brand, Find the right people, engage with insights, build relationships. So it states that people in my network have an average SSI of 43%. Which I guess makes sense then that I'm in the top 60. I mean, I'm not that, I'm not lagging that much, I mean, behind. And sales professionals in the import and export industry have an average SSI of 15. So I have 39. So I guess that explains why within my peeps, I'm in the top 8%. So for a moment, I'm just going to feel real special, right? So just, you know, it's interesting. So you can look up your own social selling index on LinkedIn to see where you stand. So I'm going to take this as a baseline and I'm going to continue to work on my LinkedIn. So in about four to six weeks, we will revisit this page and see where I am at that point. Um, I do have a big networking event coming up this week. Hopefully, because the last one was canceled because it started snowing like crazy in Michigan. But I don't think we have a snowstorm coming this week. So it better not mess it up for me because I need to get out there and connect with people. So that's my LinkedIn score. Um, that's something I'm consciously working on, my LinkedIn profile and engagement. Um, the other thing, so as you know, I passed my real estate exam. I am now a licensed real estate agent in the state of Michigan. So I belong to one of those Facebook groups, a real estate Facebook group. And there was this guy and he makes social media posts, not posts. Um, it's more like a flyer. It's basically, it's like an ad or a cartoon. So he, it's just cute. It's like a cartoon character. And it's basically you as a sales agent next to a for sale sign and some houses in the back background. And it just, you know, has your information on it, like Michelle, your realtor. So um, it was cute. He had a couple of examples in this group, but obviously I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's legit. So what do you think? As a freelancer, you still need to be on top of your game, kind of. So I did reach out to him. I said, hey, how much is one of those little, you know, comic of yourself? Like, you know, you send him your headshot and he just incorporates you in this little comic world of a realtor. So a lot of people have a nice snazzy car in the driveway and a big mansion in the background. But he also had a couple of, you know, a little more normal homes with those comic figures in the front 
you know, just, hey, my name is Michelle and I'm a real estate agent and this is my information. It was just cute and a little different. So I thought that would be a nice way to announce to my network on social media that I am now a real estate agent and ready to help you with your house, home buying, selling needs, right? So I reached out to him and he gave gave me a price, which I thought was pretty up there. Um, so I said, no, that's good. That's fine. I was just wondering because, you know, it's cute, but I don't really need it. I just thought it would be a good idea to make my announcement that I'm a real estate agent. So he comes back and he drops the price to half. I think even less than half almost. <sighs> so me and my business, I have worked with two graphic designers on Fiverr to issue my... um like announcements, marketing, you know, posts. So um, I've reached out to Fiverr before for small jobs, you know, just easy notifications. You know, when I have a new course coming up, you know, just to make it look pretty and to be able to share it on LinkedIn and put it in my newsletter. So I have worked with Fiverr before and I did tell them that too, you know. And I said, and I said, said that because... He said he would drop it to less than half. And, but then, so I said, you know what? Let's do it. You know, let's work together. Let me know what you need. So he then says, after I sent him all the information, he says he needs payment up front. This is all via Facebook Messenger. Because remember, I saw his posts in this Facebook group of real estate investors and it is just a Facebook and when you go on his profile you don't really see anything and it's not a company so I guess he's a freelancer which is fine you know we're all out here trying to make it but then after the back and forth and dropping it to less than half and I'm set I sent him my information he says he needs payment up front because a real estate agent ran out on him before. He sent the material, he sent the post, whatever you call it. I don't even know what you would call it. But um, the person ran out on him, which obviously he wants to protect himself. That's fine. And that's where I told him, you know what? That's fine. I worked with people on Fiverr before. Um, but before I send you money, I want to see at least a draft. I want to make sure, just as you want to make sure that I won't run out on you, I want to make sure you are the person who made these um, posts, made this material, that you're the one who knows how to make these comic characters. So you would have to send me a draft. And I said, be, feel free to watermark the heck out of it and, you know, have watermarks all over so I cannot use it. But I also need to make sure that you are who you stay to be. So if you want money up front, make sure to send me a draft and I have no problem sending you half the money. I would have even paid it. I don't care. I just need to also make sure since he's not a company that I'm familiar with, that he is who he claims to be, right? Because he could be snipping other people's graphics and sell them as his own. I don't know. So um, in return, he sends me an invoice. So I told him I'm good. I don't need his services. And he said, so you don't want me to work on it? And I said, no, I asked you for a draft. Your response was an invoice. And um, to me, that said, 
you don't want to send me a draft. You, you didn't acknowledge my request. You just sent me an invoice. And um, so I went to Fiverr and I booked it with somebody on Fiverr. So we'll see what I get because with him, like I said, I was going to pay him. I was going to use, you know, a small business here in the United States. But um, that's my whole point. Even as a freelancer, even as a small business owner, solopreneur, we still need to be somewhat on point. If a customer asks you for a draft, you need to, whatever it actually is in their request to you when they want to place an order, you need to acknowledge what they're saying. You cannot just send an invoice. Here's a link. You can pay me. That's great. I don't know if you're going to run off with my money. So, um, so that was a little sad because he did, he, and he, then he tried, he, he said, I'm the best, you know, people are never disappointed with my, with my work. Well, I'm not his business coach. Otherwise, I would have told him you need to little you need to work on your communication with your customers because I would would have totally booked his booked his services even though he he says to take a week longer than people on Fiverr because I'm that's just what it is. So what do you think? How do you how do you go out there in the world and try to support small businesses that you don't know? I mean, it's kind of hard if it's a brick and mortar where you can just walk in. You know, it's a business. Somebody you know somebody opened a business, invested money, have a counter, they're ready to serve you, right? But if you just come across something nice and shiny on Facebook and, you, and you're willing to book the service, buy the service, as a freelancer, you still need to, you know, have certain steps. So me as a customer, I'm comfortable sending you money. I don't know who you are. I just came across you posts in a Facebook group and we know scams happen every day. So that was a little sad. I would have totally loved to work with him, but he just sent an invoice and didn't even go into my concerns of send me a draft. And we know watermarks, that's what watermarks are for, right? I would never post an announcement that I'm a real estate agent with a watermark over my face. That's just cheap, you know, so... We'll see what um, Fiverr does for me, but I just I just thought it was a pretty good lesson or just something to talk about, you know, as a small business owner, as a freelancer, solopreneur, we still need to be on point. We still need to have our contracts, our communication, look presentable. I make sure that my business has a the most basic but clean website. Um, I'm old school. That's what I look for. I know the younger generation, they don't necessarily go by that. They go by scores online, maybe whatever it might be. You just want to cover your bases. So that was my check-in for this week, a little rant, but also some information. If you have questions about LinkedIn, how to find your SSI, um, feel free to reach out to me and I'll talk to you next week.